Hi there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellwamby.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Well, today I just want to start my podcast with saying how grateful I am for each and every one of you uh, that have joined me today. And I want to talk about something that I feel like is really important. And so the title of this, this little message, this podcast, to encourage you is Facing Your Giants. So grab you a cup of coffee, get you a glass of tea or a fresh bottle of water and sit down and let's just dive in. I was visiting with someone not too long ago about um, just facing giants. I think many times in our society, people sweep things under the rug. They pretend they aren't happening. They don't want to face them. They run from their grief and their sorrow. And yet what I have discovered in my own life is when you look at it, stare it in the face, uh, whatever it may be, that that's the place that we grow and we learn the heart of God, which gives us confidence for things on down the road. Um, You know, maybe your giant is rejection. Maybe you've been rejected by a mate, by a friend, by a church. Maybe you've been abandoned. Or you might have a financial crisis. Perhaps your marriage is in crisis or you're dealing with an illness of a loved one. Um, Maybe you've lost your spouse or child or having a a rebellious teenager. And maybe you're just having relationship difficulties or alcohol or problems at work. I don't know what your giant is, but whatever it is, excuse me, I just want to encourage you. And so, we're going to talk about just a couple of rules that I have found when facing giants in my own life, but also things that I've noticed in scripture. And so the story I'm going to tell you is one about David and Goliath. And, you know, David for years had been just being faithful at what he was asked to do, faithful in, in the task that was before him. And many times in life, Uh, We may look at where we're at and say, this is, I want to be the CEO of a company, but right now I'm sweeping the floors. Let me just encourage you, be faithful at what you're doing right now, because it's in that place of being faithful, of being dependable, of being honest, um, of being a person of character that is going to set you up for your goal in life, whatever that might be. And it's in that place that we earn authority and we earn uh, experience. And all that experience makes you rich. I look at what I'm doing right now in my own 
job and I see so many things that I've done throughout my life that have all culminated to enable me and prepare me for what I'm doing right now. I'm working right now as a grief a grief uh, peer support specialist and uh, faith-based minister um, as well as teaching and leading grief seminars and working with people in the Uvalde area that are overcoming a lot of adversity and difficulty and this whole tragedy that happened almost a year ago or coming up on the anniversary really has affected the whole community. It's affected jobs, it's affected marriages, it's affected just the whole community on a very large level. But I see everything in my life and how it's even prepared me for what I'm doing now. And I just stand in awe of God and the doors He's opened. Um, but let's just let's just talk about David and Goliath and how he handled things. You know, he had been tending sheep. He had just been being faithful at what he was called to do. And then a big, you know, battle broke out. And he heard about it and knew his brothers were there. And um, so he, you know, ran out to, to find out what was going on. And it said, and this is in First uh, Samuel chapter 7, um, it said, Early in the morning, David left the flock in the care of a shepherd and loaded up and set out as Jesse had directed him. He reached the camp, and as the army was going out to battle, shouting their war cry, the Israels and the Philistines were drawing their lines and facing each other. And David ran to the battle lines and asked how his brothers were. I mean, he was thinking of others. He was there to help in whatever way he could. And as he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion, stepped out and shouted in his usual usual defiance. You know, the enemy comes and screams at us and yells at us and tries to put us down. And this giant, Goliath, had really made and caused a lot of fear. And there's so much fear and so much anxiety, I feel like, in our society that is nothing but intimidation and nothing but a strategy of the enemy to keep us from being all we're called to be, to keep us from walking in peace, to keep us from enjoying the life we have. And the main thing is it robs us of a confidence in God, and it never should. That was never the heart of God. But anyway, I'm starting to preach now, and, and I want to just kind of go through this. Um, and so, you know, Goliath kept coming out and just bellering and really being a bully is what we would call him. And, you know, they needed a breakthrough. And the king had even said, I'm going to give great wealth to the man who kills Goliath. And I'll even give one of my daughters in marriage. And this person will be exempt from paying taxes in Israel. I mean, that was just like a whale of a deal if you could get this guy down. And so, you know, rule number one that we see is your giant will try to paralyze you with fear, but don't let it. God has paid a great price, and 365 times it tells us in the Bible to do not fear. I've done a whole podcast 
on freedom from fear and I encourage you to do a search in my uh, in my my podcast and listen to that if you have a real problem with fear um, but that is rule number one is realize that the giant you face is going to try to paralyze you with fear and keep you from going forward to overcome it and rule number two that I want to go to is um, you know it talks right here how the king was so he knew it was so important to slay Goliath and you know he his, he was going to give his daughter in marriage exempt him from taxes and you know there were men standing around waiting you know for this giant to fall because he had been such a bully and um, it says in verse 26, David asked the men standing near him, he said, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? See, David just saw right through the schemes of his enemy. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should divide, defy the armies of the living God? I mean, David was insulted that this guy would defy and try to stand against God's people. He was just like dumbfounded. And I love David's faith. You know, who would even think of defying those that are loved by God? See, David knew who he was. He knew he was a man of great value. He knew the heart of God because he had experienced it out there battling the lion, battling the bear that tried to attack his sheep. And he had seen God's faithfulness. And so, you know, there are others. What we see in this picture is there are others that are depending and counting on you to slay your giant. Because as you get a victory in an area, whether it's a victory in God healing your marriage or binding up your broken heart because it's been shattered by grief or whatever the issue is, you gain authority in that area because you know who God's been for you to help you do that. And so there are others. I think of just the battles that I faced in life and how I can share with others with full confidence that, yes, God does deliver people from fear because I'm a living testimony of that. Yes, there is freedom and forgiveness. I've had some really tough stuff I've had to forgive. But I've seen the faithfulness of God as I've just gone to him and said, you know, Lord, change my heart. Change my heart and make me willing to forgive. And so, you know, there are others that are counting, counting on you to slay your giant because there are people God wants to use you to touch. And, um, um, you know, there are times, I think, when friends and family may not understand the call of God on your life. They might challenge your credentials, and that's kind of what they were doing to David. They were like, who is this guy? He's just a shepherd. What's he doing showing up here? But see, David knew the faithfulness of God, and he knew the heart of God, and he knew who he was. He was secure in his identity. And even his oldest brother, how many of you have ever had family come against you? Even David's oldest brother heard him speaking with the men, and he burned with anger towards his little brother David. Why have you come down here? And with whom do you have those few sheep in the wilderness? You know, he was just 
putting David down. He says, I know how conceited you are. He's talking to David and how wicked your heart is. You only came down to watch the battle. I mean, he's very quick to judge. And I just want to say real quickly, this big brother was just intimidated by his little brother and the heart and the confidence that David had in God. And David looks at him and it says in verse 29, now what have I done? Said David, can I even speak? And he turned away to someone else that brought up the matter and the men answered him. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul and Saul sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight for him, fight him. You know, David's just, uh, he's stepping up. He's manning up and he's saying, I'm going to slay this giant. I'm not going to be intimidated because I know who God is. So my question to you today is, do you really know who God is and who he really wants to be for you? The little things that you overcome help you develop history with God. You know, when my mother got sick, there were so many things that I had to work through. Why my mom? Why now? Um, you know, she's got irreversible brain damage. Um, all those things I wrestled with. In the history, in the heart of God that I learned in that trial, um, with my mom really prepared me for when my late husband got sick and was gone in nine months. So many things that I gained in that time with mom prepared me for the days I had and for the worst heartache I have ever experienced in my life. So um, let me just encourage you to, if you're being discredited by people or discouraged by people or people don't think you're qualified, it's your history that God, with God that qualifies you. And it's his identity that says, no, 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 that's my girl, that's my boy. I love them and I'm with them. So rule number three, be confident in God. Be confident in the Lord. And David said to, to Saul, he said, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or bear came and carried off a sheep in the flock, I went after him, and I struck it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by the hair and struck it and killed it. Man, that is a confident dude. And then it says, Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defiled the armies of the living God. David knew who he was. He knew who was on his side. And he had already earned history with God when he was attacked by a lion and a bear. And the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hands of this Philistine. And so Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. And, you know, the rest of the story goes on, you know, how they tried to dress David and all this armor, you know, and battle gear and everything. But David just simply relied on what he knew, and he took all that stuff off. And he said, I can't go out in these because I'm not used to them. 
but he took with him what he knew he could depend on. And so, you know, what that translates to me in, in today's language is, you know, for me, when I'm facing something or challenged, I take the weapon of peace. I know I have a God-given right to walk in peace in any situation. I take my gentleness. When I walk in a gentleness versus combating somebody, there's an authority and power, and I've been learning just the power of gentleness. And, you know, love, it says, overcomes a multitude of sins. And as we simply rest in the love of God for us and we rest in that he loves me he loves me he loves me he loves me he's with me there's a confidence that comes in that so David took with him the things he knew that he could depend on and he took with him in his hand he took five stones from the stream and he put them in his in his pouch and he took a sling and then, meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield and armor bearers in front of him, came closer to David, and he looked. This giant looked at David. He looked him over and saw that he was no more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, but he despised him. And he said to David, Am I a dog that you would come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. But David was so confident he just shrugged it off he's kind of like whatever and he said come here and I will give you your flesh I will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals that's what the, the Philistine said to David and David said to the Philistine you come against me with sword and spear and a javelin but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. Oh my word, you got to love this guy's confidence. I certainly do. And, you know, David knew his, his authority. And he says, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I will strike you down and cut your head off. I mean, this guy was a pretty tough dude to yell that at somebody that is way, way bigger than he was. Um, I can't remember, but it does say exactly how tall he is. And then David said, I'll strike, strike you down, cut your head off, and this very day I will give your carcasses to the Philistine army and to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know there is a God in Israel. Wow. He knew who God was going to be for him. And as the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly towards the battle to meet him. And he reached into his bag, taking out his stones, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in the forehead. And the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. And without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him and then David ran over and cut his head off just like he said he was now that's pretty graphic um, that's a pretty graphic story but such a story of just real dependence and trust in the Lord and so as you're looking at your giant 
as you've been maybe intimidated by it, um, whatever, whether it's the illness of a loved one, you've lost a loved one, you've got financial issues, marriage issues, anxiety issues, rejections, abandonment, maybe you're running from grief. Don't let all of these things intimidate you. Simply step back in to what who God says you are. He says you're loved. He says you're chosen. He says that you're his beloved. And it's in those places that we face things head on versus sweeping them under the carpet that we're going to learn the heart of God and be able to walk in total confidence and in total power and overcome the giants that we face. So, you know, friends, these days are some crazy days we live in. Um, there's climate issues, there's earthquakes, there's issues with politics and, you know, oil and um, nobody's trusting anybody right now, but you can trust in the God that dearly loves you. So I just challenge you to learn more of the heart of God. Be faithful at what he's calling you to do right now in the very place that you're working and what you're doing right now because it's set up as you're faithful, as you learn the lessons he wants you to learn. You know, you never fail a test with God. You just get to take it again. So if you feel like you keep going around the same mountain and facing the same giant in battle, I just want to encourage you to take a step back and say, Lord, I want to learn what you have for me in this situation because I don't want to keep going around this mountain. Oh, well, that's all. I'm going to wrap it up for for today and sure do appreciate you joining me for this podcast if you liked it it please let me encourage you to hit the like button share it with a friend um check out some of the others i think i have close to 180 podcasts now on various topics so i'm sure there's some in there that could really encourage your heart and that is my heart is just in i'm an ordinary girl I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, I'm a wife, I've been a widow, um, I've been a caregiver in social work, in ministry for years. All of those are just things I have done, but really at the core of who I am, I am a child of the Most High God, and I've learned that more and more as with each battle and each giant that I've faced in my own life. So thanks again for joining me. Share this, like it, and uh, join me next week. Let me pray with you. Father, I just pray for courage like David, that you would just rise up and that we would be a people of courage and a people of valor that um, face and look in the eye whatever it is that's standing between us and our dreams, our hopes, and the victory that we that we want. God, you paid a great price for us to overcome, so teach us how to do that. And I just pray uh, your blessing upon each listener. And I ask that you strengthen the body of Christ. Lord, that in our testimony, as we overcome in one area, that we're quick to give that away 
and Lord walk with you in the next area so thank you thank you Jesus for who you are and your great love in Jesus name amen